Hey friends, welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Sangimino, and this podcast brings you short, bite-sized pieces of business advice to help you grow your yoga and wellness business. Make sure you hop into the Yoga Business Strategy Facebook group and say hello, as well as go to the website megsangimino.com to download some free resources. And make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about my daily routine as a full-time entrepreneur and talking a little bit about work-life balance. So this will be more of a lifestyle episode. Um, I am really excited at all the messages I've been getting from my podcast listeners on Instagram. If you don't follow me or you haven't messaged me and you know, just mention that you're a podcast listener and we can chat a little bit. I can send you pictures of my dog. (laughs) Just kidding. I won't send you pictures of my dog unless you ask for pictures of my dog. But if you don't follow me, it's at Meg underscore Sangimino. And my Instagram has really become more of a lifestyle page. I've talked about this a lot recently on the podcast in the last couple episodes, but I'm really moving away from Instagram. It's not a place that serves me really well. It's not a place where I get a lot of clients or a ton of engagement from the audience that I'm trying to reach in my business, but I still find it a fun, creative outlet to kind of showcase what's going on behind the scenes. And I have some loyal clients that I've worked with in the past that I stay connected to on there. So I'm sort of turning Instagram into more of a place where you can connect with me on a more personal level. And then the majority of my business growth comes from my Facebook group and my email list and this podcast, which has grown an insane amount over the last couple months. So I want to talk about my daily routine and spoiler alert, I don't have much of one. So I want to talk a little bit about how I stay organized, stay motivated, all these different things that come with being an entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know, I have a background in civil engineering. I worked as a project manager for almost four years before I took my business full time. And for about two of those years, I was building this business up on the side. I got certified as a yoga teacher. I was taking on private clients. I was teaching really early morning classes. So my gosh, just feels like so long ago, but it really wasn't. And I want to talk about how I've started to balance my life as a full-time entrepreneur because it's a lot different. And the biggest difference, honestly, being an entrepreneur is creating your own schedule, creating your own structure, and, you know, not getting a paycheck every two weeks from my corporate job that I was working So we're going to talk about all that stuff today. The three things that I will say I do every single day during the week and often on Saturdays, because I'm just such a morning person, is I wake up, I walk my dog, I make my French press coffee with almond milk, and I check social media, I respond to messages, and I respond to emails. Those are the three things that I pretty much do every single day. Um, Usually I check My inbox, I respond to emails, and then once I'm done, I will do a meditation or a restorative yoga practice, but I'm not going to go ahead and say that I do that every day because I don't do that every day, and until I get consistent doing that, I'm not going to pretend like I meditate every single day, but I do try. Um, I do try to meditate every day because I do think it's important to practice what it is that we're teaching our students. So... That is what my mornings look like. And if you follow me on Instagram, you see that almost every morning. But what I want to talk about is how 
my daily routine changes depending on what season of business I'm in. And I teach my clients to think about business in seasons as well. So whether you're full-time, part-time, just starting out, doesn't matter. It's still important to think of businesses as seasons. If you think of restaurants, yoga studios, gyms, any type of business is going to have different kinds of seasons. And for me, as an online business, my seasons are created by me, right? So I have what I call off seasons and sales seasons. Off seasons are when I'm not currently enrolling in anything. So doors are not open for YBA. We're not enrolling in email marketing magic. I'm not running anything else or taking on any other clients. Sales seasons is the opposite. It's when we are taking applications for the Yoga Biz Accelerator. We are enrolling into email marketing magic or trauma-informed business bootcamp or any of my other courses that we run. So I want to talk about the difference between these seasons because my days look very different. And if you're someone who runs programs, yoga teacher trainings, retreats, most likely, whether you know it or not, whether you plan for this or not, you do have sales seasons and off seasons. And if you've ever sold anything in your life, you know that sales energy is a different type of energy, which is why I designed my business in this way. So during a sales season, I am actively promoting I'm not going to use the word marketing because marketing happens in both seasons and marketing is different than promoting. I am actively promoting whatever it is that I'm selling. So I'm in my Facebook group talking about applications are open for the Yoga Biz Accelerator. My website has the link to apply to YBA on it. Um, I'm even maybe talking about it on this podcast. I'm talking about it with people in DMs who are asking questions. I'm in sales mode. I'm receiving applications and actively enrolling people into our programs. A lot of that season also looks like chatting with my team. So I'll usually wake up and I'll send my team a little update email. I'll say like, hey, we got this many applications in last night. Did you guys see them? do you know the names of these people? Did you refer them? We'll talk about you know who we're receiving applications from, where maybe they found us, and we're checking in on how the sales season is going. So usually these sales seasons last you know four to six weeks, and I'll talk with my team every day, and we'll say like you know we're getting a lot of applications from our emails that are going out, or we're getting a lot of applications from referrals from past clients, and we'll just keep inventory on how we feel the sales season is moving along. Honestly, that is just about all I do during a sales season. I'm not working a whole lot. Like I'm not in front of my computer creating a ton of content. I'm not in front of my computer, you know, doing a whole lot because sales seasons take up a lot of my energy emotionally. Because it's vulnerable to sell. You know, when you open the doors to that yoga retreat, it's scary. You don't know how many applications you're going to get. You don't know how many people are going to follow through and put down a deposit. It's a lot of energy. So the last thing you want to be doing during those seasons is worrying about organizing your content or growing your audience or all these other things that we're going to talk about that I do during off seasons. You're kind of just in game face mode. You know, you're out there, you're on the court, you've put in all the work during the off season and you're just doing your best and seeing how it goes. And if you have a team, your team is there to support you too. During my off seasons, which I'm in one right now, so we can talk a little bit about what my daily routine looks like during off seasons, but I really work on audience growth. Audience growth is not something that you should try to be doing during a sales season. You should be growing and engaging your audience in the off season, 
build that know, like, and trust. Maybe give a little sneak peek into what you will be offering soon. But you're really just getting out there and you're letting people know who you are and what you teach and you're building that trust with them. So for example, I record a bunch of podcast episodes. I send emails to my list. I grow my email list. Oh my gosh, I've grown my email list more in the past week and a half probably than ever before in my business. That has become such a huge priority during off seasons so that every sales season I'm launching to a bigger and bigger audience. Because sales, as much as sales are about love and support and really reaching out to people and helping them, from a business perspective, sales is also about numbers. And the more people you can get in front of during a sales season, the more likely you are to make more sales. And we want to make sure that we're getting the right, in front of the right people who we actually are equipped to be helping, right? Like I don't have any random people on my email list who aren't yoga teachers that I'm trying to randomly sell to. I'm growing an aligned audience during the off season. Another thing I do during off seasons, which kind of goes hand in hand with audience growth is I'm working on collaborations, right? I'm, I'm applying to be on podcasts, you know, other than my own. I'm chatting with local businesses and doing collaborations with them. I'm guest teaching in a lot of masterminds um, and a lot of coaching programs. I've done the business element in 200 and 300 hour teacher trainings. I'm getting myself out there so that people know me and my reputation and my business's reputation is growing in a healthy way. Sometimes during off seasons, I'm not doing this currently during this off season, but sometimes I'm creating new offers. Um, we have pretty much solidified what we offer in my business, but for a long time during off seasons, I was putting together the actual content for the wellness program builder, the podcast launch toolkit, you know, all these other mini courses that I sell on the side during sales seasons, those need to be created at some point. So during off seasons, I create new offers. Last one is I teach in studio a lot more during off seasons. I teach in studio all year round because I love teaching and I work with yoga teachers. So I don't think it would make any sense for me to not be a practicing yoga teacher, but I teach in studio and I teach meditation online all year round. But during off seasons, I do it a little bit more. I'll, I'll sub a lot more at local studios. I'll run more events, like more yoga events, not business events during off seasons because I love it. I have more time and it helps me continue to be a great business coach for yoga teachers. So in summary, I don't really have <laughs> a set daily routine. I have a pretty set morning routine. Um, I love mornings, but something I love about being an entrepreneur is that I don't have to have a set routine. Some days I wake up and this happened last week because I was really sick last week and I laid on the couch all day. I planned a little bit of content. I talked to my team a little bit, but I knew because I'm in an off season, I knew that I have a little bit of space to just not work and just to get better. I also have days like today where I feel this surge of inspiration and this surge of motivation. And I've recorded like four podcast episodes and I've created graphics to go with each one of them. And I've scheduled out posts to go out to promote them. And I'm just really in my zone of growing my audience. So I really encourage you to think of your business in this way and potentially in seasons, 
because most likely a lot of you are still running your business from a day-to-day perspective. Oh, I need to grow my audience today. I need to get new clients today. I need to take payments today. Oh, and I need to deliver on my actual programs. That's actually something I forgot to mention. During an off season, I'm delivering the Yoga Biz Accelerator, email marketing magic. These live programs that we run, we put energy in the off seasons to actually run them and support our clients. I mean, I'm checking my Voxer every day during off seasons to respond to messages from clients. All that stuff, we wanna make sure we're putting the proper energy in and we're not expecting ourselves to be in sales mode 100% of the year. So hopefully this was helpful for you. I would love to hear from you. If you haven't sent me a message on Instagram yet, go ahead and pull out your phone. I know it's scary, but I really wanna hear from those of you who are finding and enjoying this podcast. So send me a message at Meg underscore Sanjamino. And I can't wait to connect with you. I'll see you back here on the Yoga Biz Podcast soon.